The Divorce Diaries Show podcast. My name is Michelle Trina, and this is Divorce Diaries. I am coming to you live from my bedroom. It's been a really packed week of bookings and shows and um, potential drinks with the new guy. Well, he's not a new guy, but um, I, I ended up canceling. And more gigs on the horizon and neck pain less, back pain more. That's been the um, the last week or two. Um, not last week, actually, because I released an episode on Thursday that was a pre-recorded episode. I um, very, am very happy to share that I got to feature for the Bronx Wanderers on Friday night. And it was a packed house at the Strand Theater. I have not performed for that size of a crowd. I think it was like 250 people. Um, maybe more. I know I know it was like half a f- house and it was like 500 seats. I mean, huge. I was excited, guys. Um, I haven't been that excited in a long time. I mean, I've been excited for shows, but like to, you know, it, it wasn't Divorce Diaries, but it was my stand-up stuff, which obviously you probably hear some crossover of divorce diaries in my stand-up material um but it was it was great because I had applause after some of my jokes I mean that was that was really powerful on stage to hear and then after I got off stage the Bronx Wanderers like good job good job one of them was very cute although I think he's gay um I got I got like a gay vibe a gaydar from him but who knows um, I stayed for like a song or two because they, because they do a lot of like the Dion and the Wanderers and my dad loved them. So I stayed for a couple songs and then I went home. Then I had a kids show on Saturday and I did, so I performed kids theater too. For those of you who don't know, I have a theater company called Brockbox Players. I had a kids show and then I also filmed another episode for What's Up New York, which is I'm a, a new host for the series. And my filming partner, Lewis and I were running around Chelsea trying to find locations because two of them fell through, which we did end up getting it done. Um, we were just both exhausted after. It is a really cool experience to be like a host and film and all that stuff, especially in New York. But um, I was beat by Saturday night and I was supposed to meet somebody for a drink that's like a colleague, friend, and he's apparently single now. And I would totally go out on a date with him if he actually asked, but he hasn't asked. It's just like, let's meet for a drink. And then he tried to say that I asked this time when I, when I went to go cancel, he's like, well, you're the one who, who made the plans. I was like, I did pretty sure you called me at the beginning of this week and then said, whenever you're free for a drink, but okay. Um, I might have said the obligatory sure. And then like connected it that way. I don't know. Either way, I didn't go because I was really tired and I was questioning, like, I'm actually questioning whether he's lying or not about still being in a relationship with his quote-unquote, I don't think they're actually married, but they're, I know, like, I think they were dating, or they've been dating for, like, over nine years or ten years or something. Anyway, um, I do, I would be interested in him if he actually asked me out and then... My producer was like, Michelle, he just wants to fuck you. All guys just want to fuck you. And then after they fuck you, they decide if they want to stay. That's what men do. And I've heard this before, not just my, from my producer, but from a lot of my, my own father told me that's all guys. Not that sounds weird, but my dad used to tell me as a kid, all men want to do is sleep with you. Just don't ever forget that. Here I am at 41, still being green and going, but I like, like, maybe they like me. 
Ugh. So I didn't go for the drink. And I now wonder in my brain. So I and I, I know I said a couple months ago, oh well, the other guy that I met months ago who didn't want to be with me because I was Jewish. Oh, he just wanted to sleep with me. But then even when I presented that, let's have a fun romantic weekend, he still didn't want to sleep. He didn't want to sleep with me then after that because I put everything out there on my platform and all that stuff. So I'm damned if I do, damned if I don't, I guess. Um, But what if I like somebody and we're going out on dates and then we sleep together and then he ghosts me or he doesn't talk to me anymore? Does that mean I'm bad in bed? (laughs) Is that what it means? I'm not good enough to continue. That's what it, that that whole frame of every guy just wants to have sex with you makes me feel like so. So basically, I have to just wait and see if one guy will stick around after the first time he bones me. What? I don't know. Feeling a little weird about it, but um, I didn't go for the drink with the guy, and I'm kind of glad because. I was really tired and I needed some alone time. And then I'm starting to think I'm one of those people now that just is okay. I'm, I guess I've been of the okay with being alone on Saturday night. I don't care about that stuff because I work most of, most of the Saturday nights. But I want to wake up with somebody. When I, when I had my friend here and, and he stayed over and we snuggled and we spooned, it was so nice to spoon like that. Granted, he... He wanted to have sex, and I wanted to, too, but then I had to stop because he would be gone in an hour, and I wouldn't see him again for how many other months it would be. So I just want that long, that that feeling I want every weekend or every day. So it's hard. Anyway, I, um, I'm, I'm spread a little too thin, and I'm wondering what to do. Do I go out on dates with men, even though they just want to fuck me? And I just toss up the cards and say, well, hopefully I'm good enough in bed for them to keep me around if I like him. I mean, what if I did just bang this guy who is my friend and colleague, um, not the one that stayed over. Um, where's my charger? But the the colleague who is questionably, we don't know if he's broken up with his actual girlfriend, wife, or or if he's telling the truth. And he has. What if I did go out for drinks with him? Would he have tried something? Maybe not. Maybe I'm just being an idiot and not just connecting him as a friend. But then again, back to what my producer said. Shout out to you, David, if you're listening. Every man just wants to have sex. So even all my male friends just want to bone me? No, not all of them. I don't think so. Um, I also have not heard from that um, the other guy... That was like a long time ago. I wanted to date and a long time ago, back in September. Didn't want to date me because I'm not Jewish and the whole nine yards. I haven't heard from him in like a week and a half. I don't think I'm going to. Um, and I'm, I'm still bummed about it. What the fuck? He hates that I talk about it on this. Like, hates it. Sorry. I, I need to, exp- well, I don't need to. But you came into my life, buddy, and I actually had feelings for you. And I kind of feel like you stomped on me a little bit. Regardless if you are very nice and sweet, you stomped on my heart. And you did it in a way. Men who do this stuff about, oh, whatever, I'm just pissed off because another guy I meet doesn't want to be with me for another stupid bullshit reason. Sorry, religion is sort of a BS reason. Especially if you're... 
over the age of 40 and your children are grown up and you pick and choose what you want to practice. Come on, man. I also think it's because I talk about everything on my podcast, but you know, tomatoes, tomatoes. Okay. Well, I made a bet. Let's see if he texts me this week. If he texts me this week, I will not drink for a month. Why? I don't know. (laughs) I don't really drink that much anymore. I only have like a glass of wine or beer on the weekends and sometimes not even that, but I'm going to, I'm going to make a bet if that he does, because that's probably a slim chance he's going to, I will not drink for a month. And if I book an audition, if I book another gig this week, because I've been on a roll. If I book another uh, uh, gig this week, I will not drink for a month either. If I book another gig and he reaches out, then I won't drink for two months. What does this do? I don't know. I'll probably make my skin look younger because I haven't been drinking. <laughs> and it's not like I've been drinking excessively. i just using this as a bet. I don't know why. Um, and I also, side note, guys, I got booked on a gig for as a choreographer tomorrow and Thursday. Um choreography is where it all started being a dancer is where I started my performing bug I am super super nervous and I hope I do well so stay tuned because when I release Thursday's full episode you'll hear about what happens tomorrow and I'm hoping for a blessed blessed what am I talking about I of course I hope for a blessed but side note not to go all over the place but I am all over the place it's not that I don't believe in people believe in religion it's that i'm very spiritual and i think that we all believe in a higher being regardless of what we were raised to believe in and that is something worth i don't think it's worth tossing someone aside because they were raised to believe in a different religious belief system especially if they're open to learning what you've practiced and if it brings you that much happiness. That's why I think I've been so fucking annoyed over the months about how I felt tossed to the side by this guy. I don't know. Yeah, I can't let it go. I get it. Um, It's time for me to uh, go to sleep and get some rest for tomorrow. And I need a pocket boyfriend to get like these kinks out of my back because they're still there. Even though my neck is feeling better, my back is now having kinks. A pocket boyfriend comes out at night, massages you, pleasures you, is loyal, and he's there to snuggle with you. Then he goes back in when you don't really want to talk to him. Okay, guys, I love you. Stay tuned. I love you. I love you, my three listeners. Stay tuned for more Happily Ever Divorced After. Let's see if he texts me and if I book another gig and my bets are on. Okay. And who are we guys? Are we getting lost on who? Oh yeah. I didn't even tell you about the casting with the rabbi. I'll tell you guys that next episode. Um, or should I tell you now? Well, I got a casting call for a divorcee who's looking to date someone out of their ethnicity and religion. I submitted and they asked me from my stand-up clip about asking my friend who's the rabbi to bless my vagina. They're like, is he, are you guys friends? Are you both single? We'd like to interview you both. So we both did an interview. <laughs> I'd love to be cast on a show together with my friend. Anyway, I don't know how that's going to happen. I feel like they want him more than me, which is totally fine. But um, I don't know. I thought it would be fun to like find love on a dating show because then I could like monetize and find a date and not feel like I don't have time to look for a guy. This is sounding really, really bad. Like I really need a therapy session. Okay, stay tuned for more. Let's see what happens this week with the, the rabbi, the casting the um, former new guy who doesn't want to be with me because I was raised to believe in Jesus. And although I would probably convert to Judaism if he 
told me, let's go out for dinner. Um, and also, uh, I don't know, the other potential ones that are bottom feeders <laughs> slash still in relationships. This is Michelle Trina from Divorce Diary. Stay tuned for more.